Dickinson there with Wild Son and he's a part of my first play today and he joins me right here on the line. Good evening Sam, how are you doing? Good evening, I'm good, you? Yeah, grand. It's actually raining here uh, in the west coast of Ireland here in Galway. What's it like over there in Newcastle? It, it, it's nearly 30 degrees. <laughs> oh no way. Oh here, do you I want to swap? It is so warm. You know, I've, uh, in January I saw a swimming pool that was reduced and uh, I bought it and everyone was sort of laughing going, why are you buying a swimming pool this January? However, today it is going up and I'm the one laughing now. <laughs> so I'll be nice and cool. Right, well, I, after this interview, I'm getting on a plane and I'll see you in Newcastle, all right? Have the kettle on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Sam, <laughs> besides the weather, um, we just heard there your single Wild Sun. So tell us a bit about that. 
But Wild Sun, it's actually the first song that I re- I released at the back end of last year, and it's the first song that I'd released in about five years. It, it, was, it was a complete change in sound. From I released an album back in about 2013, and it that was very much soul, Motown, you know, the big brass section, all that sort of thing. And it was always a concept album, and I wanted to start to create music and sounds that I grew up listening to. You know, I grew up in the 90s. I grew up with M People and Lisa Stansfield and Gabrielle. And that was the sort of the... The, the the vibe that I wanted to go down. And you, do you know something? I can actually get that because just listening to that there, it has like a bit of like share, believe kind of in parts of yes, the song. Yes, it does, yes. It, it has the, uh, so you could definitely tell you're a 90s kid like myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it's just one of those things. That, it's a great sound though. And you wanted to come away yes. from that then, did you? Or, Pardon, sorry? Did you want to come away from that or like keep true to your roots from what you grew up listening to? I wanted to... I wanted to to have music, a sound that I grew up listening to, but then just still be me and still be myself. Do you know what I mean? From a from a songwriting perspective. So the the last album, I, it was all about heartbreak in relationships. Because to be perfectly honest, you know, my love life was like an episode of Jeremy Kyle before. Oh God! Before that got taken <laughs> off it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> you know. And this song, while well, people might listen to it, they might think, oh, it's it's of the same theme. It's actually not. It's about a friendship, a friendship of 10 years breaking down and realising that through those years of friendship, a, a, a large part, not the sole reason, but a large part of why those relationships didn't work was down to that friendship. And I, I, I realised that I was, sat in, uh, I was sat in Zimbabwe at the Victoria Falls and having a meal with uh, my partner and this friend and I'd went to the toilet and he turned around and said, uh, you're trying, it, it, the friend said, you're trying to split me and Sam up and you'll be gone next. Look at the others. Oh, and wow. what I realized as it went round is because so, some people, so, some of my exes I'm still friends with, and they all said to me, that's exactly what he said to me. And I thought, why should no one tell me this? Like, <laughs> you know, in 10 years, why did nobody tell me this? Oh my you know? God, so that's terrible. That, that is actually what the song is about, you know, you're the wild son, you're around too long. You know, it, it, and that's what it, and that's essentially what it is. Okay, compared to that now to Love Island at the minute. <laughs> well. <laughs> it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit bonkers. Uh, I, was, I was on a bus the past weekend with two of the Love Island lot um, at, at Newcastle Pride. All right, cool. So they, they, they came onto the, because I do some radio work as well, and they came onto the, the bus, so they were, they were there as well. Everyone's just, you know, sort of gawking, looking at them, going, oh, they're beautiful. And I'm like, I need a gin. <laughs> you know, just totally ignoring the fact they're there. <laughs> oh, wow. And did, did you actually, like, go out with them in the evening? Did you see them afterwards? Like, did you get to, get to know them yourself personally? Or was well, just... well, I, well, I was out in the evening. I don't know if I saw them or not. I couldn't quite tell you. <laughs> uh, in other words, you can't remember it was that much of a good night. You, kept, you went out well, on exactly. the Friday and came back the Monday. Well, that that's not too far. <laughs> no, no, I behaved. I behaved the Sunday. I did behave. The Saturday night, I had my night, or I behaved the Sunday. Oh, uh, well, I think you have a bit of Irish in you, have you, Sam? By the looks of it, uh, fond of an hour drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, what ha- well, what happened was I was actually uh, Newcastle Pride over over three days, and the, the Sunday I was sort of just I was sat there on the field, and I get a phone call saying I need you from from the chairman. 
So I went down and go, I need you on the main stage. Well, I wasn't meant to be... Well, I was meant to be performing on the second stage that day. Right. So I had ended up coming off stage at ten past five, ran across a huge festival. <clears throat> as you do. <laughs> got As you do. Got to backstage, managed... You know, luckily I had my inhaler. Got, got there... And then had to go straight on stage over there, so it was a bit of a it was a bit of a crazy day. So I couldn't I had to behave then. Oh, well, that's absolutely mental. But yeah, you'd never change it. You'd love to do it again, I bet. Oh yeah, definitely. So so you were playing to a, a for, for those of us that don't know over here and go. Now we do have a a pride festival here, but it's it's very it's very small to be honest. It's work in progress. They're trying to build it up each year. Mm-hmm. But what crowds would you be playing to? Tens of thousands. Oh wow! Okay, brilliant. It is huge. It is the biggest. Free, free festival, Pride Festival in the UK. I think last year they had 70,000 people there over the over two days last year. Um, wow. That figure, we expect it to be higher this year. Wow. Do you, so over, every over year it's a b- bigger attraction for, from all, I suppose, from all over the country and people would fly in for yeah, this? Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, I, I think it adds something like t- two or three million pounds to the economy in Newcastle just that weekend. Oh, wow. Brilliant. It, 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 they're, they're big numbers, you know. And do you get nervous then when you're performing, like especially when you notice that this crowd is in front of you? But do you know what? Normally, no. No, no I'm, a, I'm a bit of an old hand at now. I've done this for like 10, 12 years now, something like that. And however, on Sunday, I can't, because it, because it was just so last minute, I kind of turned into a bit of a nervous wreck until the second I walked on stage. All right, okay. Well, that's fair so enough. It, well, it shows you care, I suppose. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. So as you said, there you're, you're uh, ten years uh, doing this. So can you tell us how you got started with, with music? I started well. I started to do it just amateur dramatics, really, and from like and, and from there it went to where I wanted to start gigging, and I would do the, the work in men's clubs for a little while. I got I got frustrated singing other people's songs. Because when I write now, um, my my songs they're, they're all about me. They're all about something in, in my life, and there's something that I can relate to, where I can put the emotion in. If I'm singing somebody else's song, I'm not entirely sure how much I can do that unless you 100% connect with that song. Fair so enough. I stopped. So I stopped doing the cover song. Started writing, and the album came out in 2013. Yeah, the, the, and then the debut album was the stories that uh, occurred. Yes, that's the, Yes, that's the one. Yes. You know, and and that done, and it done well. It done well. It done well on downloads and everything like that. And then I had that four or five year gap, and it's all changed now. So, so I've, I've just been sort of learning again. So when you say now you had a four or five year gap, was this to like sit down and write new stuff for a new album, a new EP, or did you just? Well, take no, it was actually it was it was anxiety and depression that stopped me. With the last album, I'd released a song. This was the last single on the album. It was called When You Left Me. And it got played on Radio 2, Graham Norton. It got played on some big stations over in New York. Brilliant, fantastic. Millions of listeners. It was getting thousands of uh, views on YouTube. And it was doing really, And I'd just about sold out, nearly, a headline show in London. Oh. And one of the big record labels were going to come. And I just had this wave of anxiety come over. And, and I just couldn't, I couldn't go on stage for nearly two years. Oh, I couldn't wow, do anything so. musical for two years. Nothing. Oh wow! So, uh, so you just had this kind of like mental block that you couldn't do it for now. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just couldn't do it. Just couldn't do it. Wasn't interested. I'm not doing it. I couldn't. You know, there was so much pressure because I'd had pressure because everything's all self-financed. It was all pressure with money, with just everything. Yeah, those... Like absolutely everything. And 
when I did start to write again, I wrote an album, and the the, the album's called Off Script, and it is it's superb. And you know, I'm getting all the final things through for it. Right. And I thought the album was so good that I needed to have some other songs to in, to reintroduce me to people. Right. Okay, I'm with you. Yeah. And and so essentially, the, so that's where the EPs come from. The from the Glass House Parts One, Two, and Three. That's where they come from. So they were written last, but coming out first. Okay, yeah. So it's a bit, it's a bit like and a Star Wars saga here. We're we're going back to yeah. go forward. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. So I've got the three. So I've got the three EPs that are coming. Out. I've got the last one coming out later this year, and then we start with the album. Oh wow! It's a great way of doing things. It's different, and it's. It, it, it's just a unique way of doing it. I, I like that, actually, Sam. Fair play. Yeah, so I, I'm very excited for what people are going to hear coming out in the next the next year or so. I'm really, really excited for it because I've, I've, I've worked with the, the, the songwriter that I uh, worked with for All We Are. We, we've kind of done the, like, the next six or seven singles together. Oh, wow, fantastic. And that, that is um, Matty Murdoch, is it? Or Hattie Murdoch? Hattie Murdoch, Hattie, so- Hattie yeah. And she's been right with she's been writing with some great people down London. You know, people that have written for the likes of Chaka Khan and all these sorts of people. So she, you know, she's doing really well. And I was just really lucky initially to just write one song with her that turned into about seven or eight. Wow, well, that, that's good. The creativity was there. So if there's a method to the madness of doing it, then work away with. Oh it. yeah, exactly, exactly. And and have you Pacific way on that note Sam, of sitting down and writing a song, or like do you take um, inspiration from say everyday life or? you know, other songs, maybe other traumatic sit at times, or, or is it maybe your own with the depression, anxiety? It depends. Do you know, it really, really depends. A song like Wild Sun, I got sent the, the back and track. Okay. And I then, I then worked it out. I worked it out from there, you know. A song like All We Are, uh, I, I've been given some chords to listen to, and then me and Hattie sat down with those chords. And those chords were originally the chorus, which is now the pre-chorus. And so we kind of blend, made a whole different song from that. Or the song that's coming out after, which is called Diamond Skin. Okay. That was, that was just sat there with a the guitar. So it really just it depends, you know, it depends on the circumstances. But we, you know, I like the writing different ways as well, because you get different types of songs. True, I suppose. For, for, for like to categorize yourself then in, in, in a general now would you still be sticking with like soul kind of disco or is it would be more like alternative pop vibes well it, you know what i think it's a bit of a mix it's a bit of a blend you know it's it's definitely poppy it's you know something like all we are is definitely a commercial pop song but it's still got that 90 soul element to it i suppose and it's, it, it, it just depends on where you're writing from i suppose whether it'd be like you said earlier on but if it was a relationship side then it, it's it's more more soul maybe or more alternative it could be anything it really really could be anything you know the next song that's coming out is going to be another uplifting pop track and that's all about struggles with the music industry and, and struggling to find to find a voice and find yourself if, if, amongst the crowd essentially but doesn't everybody do that in their life as well when they're trying to work out what they want? True, very true, actually. Your musical influences then gr- growing up, uh, as you said, you, you're, you've all them. Like, would you ever love to, say, sit down and work with one of them, like, if they were open to it? Who who would be that ultimate person to have on your record? Oh, God, I don't. I think Gabrielle. Yeah, but then I don't know because I love Beverly Knight as well. Right, okay. You know, so, uh, but then I loved Heather Small as well, you know. 
it's just just one Sam just one <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Gabrielle and I'm gonna go Gabrielle put it out in the atmosphere and you never know what could happen well actually I'm interviewing Gabrielle tomorrow so I'll ask the question <laughs> do do this is the preemption of the meeting of, of getting there so when it, when it comes to the album credits just put my name in the very very small writing in the corner thank <laughs> you yeah uh, what, what, what made you write the song Gabrielle some nutter from the west coast of Ireland decided to push me for the question <laughs> Do you have any like musical people in your family then, Sam? Like you know, to get like drawn into this whole world of music, or was it just that you? No, no, huh. no. I I really grew a love for music when it was those car journeys to school, and it was cassettes in the nineties, wasn't it? You know, it was. Yeah. And, and my mum would put the cassettes on of all of the the songs and the artists that I love. Essentially, and still love now, and still love what they do now, and that's really where the love for music came from. My nephew, my one-year-old nephew, he. He is so into music as well. Like my my mum looks after him two days a week when right. uh, my sister's at work, and she just puts carpool karaoke on for him. <laughs> and he just sits and just looks and looks. He loves Celine Dion. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it was actually quite epic, to be fair, wasn't it? <laughs> We all have the guilty pleasure of music and I suppose music is so diverse you, you can introduce anything and go over anything with music there's no stopping it to be honest No, no and you know that the thing about music is we all relate to some type of music you know it doesn't have to be the type of music that I like or, or that you like but everybody at some point in their life will turn to music True, very true. Hence why well, I'm in... help through hard times or it's good times in a club or, or anything. Music all means something to someone. It's just finding... It's finding... It's from an artist, anyway. It's finding the people that... Who you're pitching to, essentially. Yeah, true. Well, hence why I'm in radio. I love playing music. I couldn't sing now. I'd probably crack glass or, or, or <laughs> sink a ship, to be honest with you. I enjoy, I, I enjoy doing radio. I enjoy doing radio as well. I do. Well, so. well, this is it. You're also a fellow broadcaster, so you present yes. on Pride Radio, don't you? I do. Yes, I do. Yes, every Sunday morning. Or uh, is it really early, or is it like like mid morning? No, it's ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Oh, that that's that's a good slot. I couldn't be getting up at seven o'clock to do radio. I'd, I'd probably. Oh no, 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 no! Not on a Sunday morning. Oh God, no, no, that definitely wouldn't be. Let, let the computer play that. No, I, if I woke up at six or seven o'clock on a Sunday morning, I'd be out out in the street with an axe, saying like, "Why would you get me up at this?" Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> a vampire is what I am. Out, out till the mid, the mid, the mid late morning, say, but then back it. That's it. Bed then, and if you disturb me, God help anybody. <laughs> But uh, yeah, a fair play. So, so, so people can actually check out your show on PrideRadio.co.uk, yeah. Yes, and the there we have an app as well, the Pride World Media app. Um, we are, I think, the second LGBT radio station in the UK. Um, but we are the first that has a Pride Media Centre, and this centre is all focused around young LGBT people getting them a good start in in life you know we're going to be launching some great projects to help to help young lgbt people set up businesses oh wow this... and you, you know and and give them help with business plans we've got teams in place for that there we have tv studios and we're going to be launching out and proud tv by the end of this year which will be a tv channel based on lgbt content right okay brilliant you know um we have cinema space we have offices just 
there's a lot of things there for creative people. And to in in a time where I think that creativity in schools is being stifled and it's being withdrawn, it's a, it's a, such a huge thing to make available for people in the community. I think. Yeah, it's very true, actually. And you're you're an openly um, LGBT uh, proud person yourself, aren't you, Sam? Yes, yes, I am. Yes, so, I I know people that that have sort of been in, in music and they've wanted to sort of hide it in and keep it in. But at some point, it's going to, at some point, you can't pretend to be somebody else forever, you know? Well, it's um, not you then, really, is it? No, and I'm happy. And I think the songs that I write, I'm wearing my heart on my sleeve. Why would I try and hide something about me from people, especially now? Yeah, we're in 2019, going into 2020 fairly shortly. And it's just, exactly. it, you get with the times, like, you know, it, it was it was so like frowned upon, say back in the eighties, nineties, where it'd be hard for people to come out and express their story. But ne- nevertheless, it we we've moved on big times thanks to our oh, older yeah, generation. Hugely. Hugely. And you know, I'll tell you from what I see at Prides. Whenever I play Prides up and down the country, the amount of families that now go, and I think it's superb. It's fantastic. It's what's needed. You know, this is a celebration of of, of humanity. If anything else, you know, my my sister makes the point that. She took my nephew, and he was only about oh, he was only about four weeks old last year when he went to to Newcastle Pride. And he's been there this year, and she said, "You know, she goes, he will go every year because I want him to know that this is not abnormal. It's normal. It's 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 just people are different." True, very true, and it, it's good to introduce them to it and get familiar, as you said, for the simple reason it's it's not there to be in your face, but it's there to be celebrated, part of humanity. Yeah. Exactly, 100% correct. And, and, and that's essentially where all we are comes from as well. I was just going to say that, and this is the this is actually one of the background stories uh, would be for All We Are. Yes. Well, it comes, from, it comes from a drag queen, a drag queen that went to a far-right rally in London last year. I don't know if you saw this on the press. And this drag queen, she was all of us, Sky News, BBC, all, all the big press around right. the country, and she'd performed at a far-right rally with that Miles, Yak- whatever he's called, anyway, they Oh, oh yeah, wild yakko for something, is it? Yeah, I, I think I know. Yeah, yeah. Hideous, hideous human being. And and Tommy Robinson was there as well. And the, the, the argument from this drag queen was, I was fighting from within. I was fighting from within. I thought it was a freedom of re- uh, speech rally. And I'd went to this, so I'd had this songwriting session book now, and I want to write about drag queen. And, and, and Hattie went, what? And so we got the story up, and that's where all we all came from. I just, yeah. I just wanted, the, I just wanted it to be this anthem for for people. Yeah, you know, we we aren't born hating people. We, we you know, we it, it's taught, and let's just celebrate everyone's differences. Yeah, it, it can get maddening to it sometimes. I know it's a different conversation for a different day, but we, yes. we, we, it, bringing us back to what we just said there to echo again that it's just. It, it's it's human nature now, and it's just the, some people might not understand that. It might take a bit longer for people to come round to it. Yeah, but that's of course th- that's each and everyone's own preference and own time, and people will get that. And no matter no matter who your preference is, but I think it's just there's no need to be nasty in this day and age. No. It's it's wrong, and fair play to you for actually putting it into a song because the more people that do that, it does help. Yes, oh totally, totally, totally. The single "All We Are" is actually out now. It was released on June third. And it's, yes. it's available to download, and it's also on part two of your EP, uh, From the Glass House. Yes, and it that, is, yes, that's th- correct. And the full EP was just released at uh, the start of the 1st of July, yeah? 
Yes, that's correct, yeah. Brilliant. So yeah. they're all out now on all good uh, platforms and uh, make sure you download it and stream it. Give it a listen. If it was one of the best things you do today, I guarantee you, it w- it'll be greatly appreciated. And we're, we're going to spin it here on um, Flirt FM here in the west coast of Ireland here, Sam. And uh, thanks for being a part of my first play today. It's a pleasure talking to you. Thank you, you too as well. Thank you for having me. And if you're ever over in the west coast of Ireland and you want to pop in for an owl session, you're more than welcome if you're ever doing touring. Well, get me get me some gigs over there and I'll be over. I'll pop on a plane and come over. Oh, do it. Well, if the Roisin Dove or Munro's <laughs> is listening to this, make sure you get onto Sam, trade love a slot and make make sure you check out his music. And if they if they can't get you on, Sam, I don't know who will. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start some riots <laughs> exactly we'll have to g- g- campaign for Sam to play uh, an Irish gig <laughs> <laughs> listen Sam uh, all the best and uh, are you, actually are you on tour coming up before I let you go uh, I well what I know is the people that are sort of working on that thing that aspect for me have, all I'm getting at the minute is messages keep this day free keep this day free keep this day free where I'm performing yet I don't know right okay so hopefully all over hopefully so I suppose keep an eye on all your social media platforms yes. will be the best thing and quickly Sam tell us about your all your social media where how they can find you Sam Dickinson online is Facebook it's Instagram, Sam Dickinson is the Twitter, samdickinsononline.com is the website. Once again, Sam, thanks a million for chatting to me. Take it easy and we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Did they forget to forgive? Is there something that I'll miss?